0: Canada. The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Welcome to the Audio Imaginarium. Come on in, weary traveler. Hang your cloak on a peg. Grab a stool and come gather around the fire. There are stories to be told and you are among friends. Owen Wolf is our technical producer. Ryan White is the live stream producer. of uh, This hour, Sloane Bella is here to talk about satanic influences in Hollywood where she lives and works as a psychic medium and astrologer to the stars. Sloane has always been connected to the other side and one of the most unusual connections was her mediumship communication with the late Jimi Hendrix who guided her and aided her work on the streets of Toronto and Hollywood as a street psychic with intuitive guidance to runaway and sexually exploited children. To this day, Sloan is still reading for people from every walk of life and for rock and roll hall of fame musicians who've relied on her medical intuitiveness along with intuitive guidance in every area of their lives. Sloan is a published author and former newspaper stringer writer on metaphysics. Sloan Bella, welcome back to The Conspiracy Show. How are you?
1: i'm good richard how are you
0: i'm i'm busy but i'm a good busy so you're out there in hollywood how is i mean you and i have talked about this uh, on my podcast not on the on the radio show and i wanted to revisit this with you because i i talked to roseanne barr once on on the program about uh mind control in in hollywood and she she kind of had to be careful. I I sensed that she was kind of skating around it very mm-hmm. gingerly, but not so with you when we talked. I mean, you just flat out said it. You know, you talked about oh. the the satanic cults and the Illuminati in Hollywood. I mean, you've seen it, right? It,
1: yeah, no, I've seen it. And it's it's actually the veil is lifting. I call it the veil. There's a perception in the world that we live in about how the world is and we all have it we're going to have kids we're going to get married we'll fall in love we'll go to school we'll go to college you know we'll have a nice family to a dog and car and house kind of thing but it's not the way the world is here because for some reason energetically and i i can't explain why but in order for anybody to reach the level of fame of say uh a britney spears uh, michael jackson uh whoever is famous an Ariana Grande, any of these people, you are going to have to, they're not going to give it to you based on talent, based on anything. It's going to come to you because you agree to do what they want you to do. And it's really it's really a disguise in order to manipulate people that watch movies and listen to music and to take, take the person's money. So it becomes servitude for the performers and the entertainers. Let's say you have a beautiful voice. You sell it people like you you're an opera singer let's say so you have a really finely trained voice they actually believe that they own your voice and you as the vehicle and if you don't fall in line then you're basically removed from being able to do what you were born to do so it's a spiritual war underneath on top of it and a lot of these celebrities partake in it like it's it's Luciferianism or satanic ritual and worship if you want to say it that way
0: well i mean i get the you know you we made you, you know, we put this star making machine behind you, so we own you, we tell you where to mm-hmm. stand, what to sing, how to, how to dress, how to talk, who to date, and so forth. But when you say that there's something beyond that, now we're talking about the spiritual, and then we get into this whole discussion which has become you know this legend uh, you know he sold his soul to the devil he sold his soul for rock and roll are you flat mm-hmm. out are you flat out saying that there that there is that bargain with satan
1: i absolutely know there's that bargain because i have one child that has a friend who has told him that's the bargain he made and that person happens to be very famous right now on the way up making you know millions and this is a kid that went to high school with my son and not necessarily particularly talented but is on tour all over the world um it's a rap band this is a rap band anyway one of the members of said rap band actually told my son that and my son said i don't know if i believe him or not but he said it so i'm gonna take him at his word on that problem is the kid didn't believe it when he did it okay so when I'm talking about it these kids don't believe what they're doing will really give Satan control over them and that's actually kind of accurate in that we are all of we are all God's children however on earth this is Satan's part of the part of the universe so while you're here guess who has control here so if you invite him in then you will be taken over by them. That's kind of how it works. They can't just come in and take you for no reason. So if you're praying to God or or whichever your God is, just put it in terms of whichever religion you follow and or however you want to word that, if you actually practice that in its sincerity and with faith, nothing can happen to you. It's the people who don't believe it's real and say, okay, well, I'm just going to do this because, you know, if I can get famous, who cares? It's not real. I believe in God. Then suddenly they find themselves on the other end where they owe. And I think Roseanne Barr, I believe I just... You mentioned Roseanne Barr. That's why I just went to her. Um, I, I believe she just did an interview where she said in high school she made a pact with the devil to be famous. And look what's happened to her. I mean, I'm not saying... She does not have to go to hell. That's not what I mean. I just mean that that came out of her mouth. So somewhere along the line, she believed that that's what she needed to do to get where she needed to get. And she actually... Took action towards making that happen. So once you invite that in, you invite that in, and then you've got Justin Bieber. You, I don't know if I mentioned this last time. You know when he went bananas and stopped singing and got depressed and went to the church and right. all of that. He basically said. Now they've scrubbed the internet pretty clean, but he basically said they wanted me. The music record executives wanted me to partake in the ritualistic abuse sexually and otherwise of a small child and he basically had a nervous breakdown he's not been right since right
0: he said that in an interview
1: he he did it so you can find it i'll have to google it and find it it was scrubbed back when it came out it was sent to me um yeah that's what he said in an interview he said it in a discussion and then he gave up touring like he's like i'm not going to tour anymore and then suddenly he married Haley baldwin now they're probably his handlers the baldwin family um he went to the church you know that church he went to down here it was all in the media and now he's seen crying and depressed all over the place because he's having a malfunction because he actually realized what he's involved in but he did say it i mean if you look up justin beaver and satanic um Satanic ritual record executives, I don't know who and where and what, but absolutely. And I'll tell you another thing, and I'm I'm comfortable saying this, but I had another very famous music client, um, Ariana Grande, a few years back. Uh, She was a client of mine, and she spoke openly to me about the demons that followed her home, and she felt it was from a visit at a graveyard. You know, that's what she equated it with because there was somewhere where they were visiting in the Midwest where she was in and around a graveyard for some reason and maybe visiting, maybe looking, whatever, and she couldn't shake the demons. But we had long conversation about the demons that were around her and that's her words, not mine. Hmm. So it, I mean, I was the beginning of them coming for her talent. Because on Earth, they want to harness the energy. It's energy vampirism, really, at the core of what it is on a spiritual level. And then human beings think of it in terms of money, wealth, fame, and success. That's actually how we we um, approach it, obviously, because we live here, right? You need money to buy food and pay for your kids and stuff like that. So that's how we see it. But the spirits remember We as human beings are creative. We can, you have a radio show, your mind's quick, you can think of things, you're educated, you research. I have my psychic business, I do astrology, I have a mind that works like this. They want that energy because they don't, they don't have it. So what better way to get it than to step into our energy fields by tricking us? And that's what's, that's what I'm meditating and have been told and shown is going on. But it's spiritually conceptual to begin with, and then it becomes, in the most literal sense, what we do on earth here, our day-to-day life. That you live in it, so it's kind of it's very very interesting. Right. Very interesting.
0: Well, yeah. you also, when we talked before, you pointed something out, and I quickly jumped on YouTube to check it out, and of course, it was true. You said it was, and I believed you, but I wanted to see it. And this was of course Lady Gaga <laughs> on on uh, uh, on the Tonight Show with Jimmy. F- no, it wasn't. It was Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy L- Kimmel. Lady yes. Gaga on Jimmy Kimmel. Just tell the, tell the listeners what what she said.
1: Oh my gosh! It, it, okay, so Jimmy Kimmel is talking about her going on tour and what it's like in the kitchen and getting ready and on the tour bus. I believe. I think that's what it was. And she turns around and she says, "Whatever he said, he goes." Some, she said, "Sometimes I get so mad I swear to Lucifer," and because you know we say we swear to God, right. Because we are of God. This one's saying, "I swear to Lucifer," and Jimmy Kimmel goes right on and asks her what she cooks in the kitchen or something, or what they do in the kitchen of the bus. And I'm like, did you not hear what she just said? (laughs) Did you you not hear it? (laughs) Is
0: it possible that she was just having him on and playing a part? Or, I mean, have you heard something else about Lady Gaga?
1: Oh, no, no. I absolutely, you can look at her. Look at her. She has many, many, many references in her when she comes out on stage and the way people are enamored with her the way that she speaks to them, and then when you look at her, if you actually take the time, forget the fame, forget the money, forget the, the, you know, whatever packaging she has, and actually look in her eyes and watch when she's speaking, you'll begin to be able to see it. It's a look, and it's not the right look because Lady Gaga has stepped aside. And remember, I didn't believe it at the time. I used to have one of her record executives as a client came to me It had to be when I had my braces on. That's so weird. So like around 2009 or 10 when I had to redo them, you know how the braces things go. But anyway, um, that's how I'm remembering when it was because I only had them in that short period of time as an adult. But um, he came to me and she hit such a pinnacle of fame. And I remember him being in awe of her and I thought it was very strange way he spoke about her like she was magical and then i remembered an interview from the mother of her roommate i believe it was her roommate saying that her roommate died killed herself and that lady gaga had stolen all of her music and that is very very similar to what prince did to his father so these people are taking energy through creative endeavors and utilizing it basically consuming it and and hiding behind it, that tells you that they've done something. There's a there's a a presence that is not human, connected either within the arc energy field or actually has stepped into them and pushed them out pushed them out of the physical. That is the problem. That's what they tell me on the other side when I'm when I'm asking for the information. If you agree to do something that you know is not right such as go along with Satan, then you are basically, as a human being, pushed outside of your body, whatever that means.
0: And what happens to you? Where do you go? Are you some, some sort of limbo or or prison well, on an astral plane?
1: Well, it's interesting because it, I had a girlfriend. I have a girl, not a, not a lover, girlfriend, a female friend, sorry. <laughs> I got to go to the sordid details over there. But anyway, she's <laughs> a female friend. And... Um, She's one of the best psychics I know. Probably the best one I know. Very talented, but very hard to get her grounded in reality on Earth because she's so much on the other side. And Napoleon came through to her. This is a couple of years ago. And that's very weird because she doesn't have any connection to him at all. And she was basically shown that he was in a cage on the other side. So that's a good, good hit that you have there. He was basically caged. And from what she could gather... He was put there because he agreed to do something he knew better. And so he was basically removed. The essence of his soul was removed and he was kept. Now, I don't know who's keeping him there. I don't know if it's the God force that keeps him there or if it's actually, you know, the the demon energy or, or the negative energy or the the alien energy that took him out of his body. Because, But see, they can't get in unless we agree. So that's what your listeners have to remember. You, you, Nothing can take you over without your acceptance. They don't have that kind of power here. That's what I've been told. So I'm not saying they can't trick you and I'm not saying they can't make you afraid or, you know, like the exorcists terrify you. But they cannot get into you without you opening your front door, meaning allowing the energy in.
0: Right, and and in order to succeed, I mean, there are exceptions, of course. In in, and I'm guessing in Hollywood, I'm, I'm thinking there are some, some genuinely, you know, God-loving oh. people who make it very big in Hollywood.
1: There, there are, but when they hit, um, to, when they hit, I don't know what you consider successful. I mean, they could be millionaires, but there's another level. Like what Justin Bieber had said is that. You know how famous he was, right? Yes. Like, or is, or whatever. Like, he's a million, multi-millionaire many times over. Um, little Canadian, so we like him. But anyway, little Canadian boy, all of that. But he said he wanted to go to the next level like Jay-Z, and that's where they put their foot down. He was not going to be able to be a businessman unless a businessman like Jay-Z, which tells you something about Jay-Z, okay? Follow that line of thinking. And his wife, um, they extend it to the next level, and you will not get to that next level without it. I'm convinced of that. So anybody that I see now, and I, I do mingle with them. I mean, I end up at parties. I end up here, there, and everywhere with people like that, people in, in the entertainment industry, and some very, very famous people, and they appear normal, and they are normal. But I'll give you a hint as to how you can tell that they've kind of sold out. If you, because I'm invited to house parties as entertainment, as psychic entertainment. That does go on in Los Angeles. They hire psychics for parties all the time. And so, um, when you go into the houses of these people, and I'm speaking in particular, I have a client who's from Mexico City, husband's a billionaire, looks like a great man on the outside, cute little kids, right? Nice family, you know, nice family pictures. You show up at a party, you know what's going on in there. Like you can see through the decor of the house, but it's very much hidden. It's literally hidden in plain sight. Like you would have to go up and start looking and then you'd be like, "Why is that there?" Like I was at one party and I was sitting on the couch and the client the the clients the partygoers were coming to me, you know, and they had a person at the door and every 15 minutes another person would come and then I would read them and then that's how it works at a party for me anyway when there's a lot of people and suddenly I'm with one of the party guests and we look down and it's a beautifully furnished house okay we look down on the floor and they've actually got women's body parts strewn out on the rug on the floor that I'm sitting, <laughs> I'm sitting on images that
0: I'm, of images of women's body parts
1: yes on the rug but you actually had to look at it. Like, the girl noticed it. I didn't. The girl I was reading, she's like, oh, my God, is that a woman's blankety-blank? And I'm like, holy, yes, it oh is. My God.
0: <laughs> and what about and nothing so overt as like a pentagram or a, 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 an image of, well, you know, the, the goat's head, like the baphomet or anything like that?
1: Oh, de- well, you definitely see that. Yeah, you do see that. Um, that's more along the lines. I'll give you a little bit of a hint. When you go to certain tattooer people's houses and things like this that are well-known in the industry, you may see that. You probably will see that actually. So, um, it depends. If they look gothic on the outside, you're going to see that in, in their environment, in their home. And then other times you're going to see beautifully decorated homes and then you're going to look at maybe a curtain or an object on a desk and you will notice it from that way. But usually these things go on in back rooms, at certain parties, in, you know, certain areas and it's not it's not, like, overt because they don't necessarily want you to know that. Did I tell you what, Did uh, you just made me think of this, did I tell you what Christmas Um, I went to see a certain heavy metal concert, did I tell you that? No, no. Oh, okay, so I went to see, I was invited, you know, my husband and I, New Year's Eve, Aussie. Um my friend Zach plays actually his wife's my friend, but he is now my friend, play is Ozzy's guitarist. Anyway, we were invited to the New Year's Eve. And I have a couple of other clients that were on that roster. Um one of them was um Korn, the lead you know, the lead singer, his wife passed away, and so some of his family members were clients and he was the first band to open and then there was, you know, Ozzy comes on obviously at midnight, right? But the, the lead singer of Corn, his the, the mother of his kids was found murdered and that's how I became acquainted with that family. Um, through a mutual friend of ours, an acquaintance, the same girl that introduced me to Anna Nicole Smith actually. Is, she's a very well-known hairdresser in town. Anyway, that's how I became acquainted with the family over there and she ended up passed away this past summer. His, his kid's mom. He wasn't with her, but the kid's mom was. Anyway, he was the band opener and there were several bands in between, in between this, in between when Ozzy went on. And I happen to watch, because I've never watched Marilyn Manson. Now, I know the stick that he does where he says he's a Satanist. I thought, okay, he's probably just being, you know, a whatever. Like, he's just being a freak, right? Right. Um. No, I have it on video. I'll have to shoot you the little video. I Instagrammed it. He had the audience, of which I was in, because I went front stage, chanting. One of his songs says... You say God, I say Satan. Satan, Satan, Satan. So he's got the audience standing up. It's just our little group of people that went to see Ozzy that is like looking horrified from the audience. And they're all chanting Satan, the whole oh, staple center is that's what I'm saying. I had a huge cross on. So I'm saying God, God, God out in the audience, like a dum dum. But I'm saying it. Um and my husband's like, Maybe you should sit down and I'm like No, I'm not gonna sit down and he's like, Alright, have at it. So we but then when we went backstage, because we go to see my friend took us backstage and we go to see backstage, right? And he's getting off stage. I'm talking about Marilyn Manson. And it was obvious that he was not grounded in his body. So they do something or when they're performing, because I watched him walk down the stairs and he was not in his body. And then... Going down the hallway, he seemed to return to his body. That's from my vantage point. Me, me looking at him as a psychic person.
0: Fascinating. Listen, um, and uh, it, I've got to jump it, in here, totally. Sloan. We're going to take a time out when we come back. Yes. I've got to ask you how you, how you function in Hollywood. I mean how how do you stay there and live there and and work <laughs> there? Uh you're like you're exactly. literally in the belly of the beast. We will uh, return my conversation with psychic to the stars medium astrologer YouTuber Sloan Bella right here on the conspiracy show. My name is Richard Serrett. Stay with us. the evidence, and letting you draw your own conclusions. This is The Conspiracy Show with Richard Sacks. So when uh, last we spoke with Sloane, Bella, she was backstage at an Ozzy Osbourne concert, and um, Marilyn Manson uh, was leading the uh, those assembled at the uh, Staples Center, and they were chanting about Satan.
1: Yeah, that was something to do with his song. I don't listen to his music and I'd never seen him, so I'm like, I want to go see what all this fuss is about, obviously.
0: Right. Did he see the crucifix I mean, that, around your neck? Did he was uh, he-
1: I'm sure I'm sure he did, but the funniest thing I'm sure he did. I had a big one that I was wearing. I had actually three on. I have the one I wear all the time, my favorite little you know, little normal day life one that I never take off. And then I had more of a costume one on and another one. <laughs> so um, plus I had a bunch of oils on me and crystals, and you know I was fighting like, the whole time. I was it's like you have to, there.
0: Do you have to do that? I mean, it's like you have to put on this suit of of spiritual armor every time you leave your house because you're out amongst all of that.
1: You know, it's we are truly in a beast system, meaning it's a, it's a it's a Luciferian city town here. So the answer to that is yes. But you know, I I did ask my psychic friend I'll name her Deanna anyway I did ask Deanna like why did I run across this because I'm not this so because at first I was beginning to think that maybe I was in denial and there was something wrong with me that I would be putting myself in this position continue to be here I do think there's something wrong with me but aside from that in all seriousness I was wondering that And both my friend and my husband said to me no no you don't understand the balance has to exist so when the dark comes, the balance will send the opposite into the same space so that the challenge continues. In other words, it's always a balance on earth. So you're going to have, um, dark and light amongst each other or good and bad or happy, sad, however you want to word it, amongst each other, the light, the dark, because it's a balance. So this earth is a, is a, it's a polarity of opposites. So when people are behaving too whatever, beastly, then they're going to send other people into that group who are not. And so the balance exists and then the energy goes on underneath the scenes and it's kind of a spiritual battle without it actually being acknowledged outwardly. That's so how it works.
0: Do you feel like yeah. a spiritual warrior?
1: Oh, abs- I, I know that's what I am now. I know that now. I know that. Yeah, I feel like it is very much a spiritual war. You have children. Mm-hmm. When you send your children to school and, you know, they come home or, or they hit, you know, puberty and they start telling you everybody smokes pot, everybody does drugs, everybody does this. That is the first spiritual battle because that is how the negative energy enters the human body is through drugs and alcohol. As soon as they legalize all that, people are insane. You've got to ask yourself why. Because it's an easy doorway in. You don't have any any filter anymore. So that's the first war that all parents fight for the protection of their children is to encourage them not to do that. Most parents lose for some point in time and then most people will come out of it. But that's the first battle that begins right there right there with your kids and you can understand you appreciate that right like you know how kids Oh, yes. are in public. Well, that's yeah, why that's, that's
0: why we homeschool <laughs>
1: there, you know, if if I'd have had your patience, I'd have done it, but I'd probably <laughs> k- killed my kids, you know, like they used to annoy me so much, I'd be like, oh God. Um, you know, and then we'd have gone off to get Starbucks or something, so yeah, there'd be no learning over
0: here. Mother of the year. <laughs> exactly. Well, no.
1: <laughs> I'm kind of ADD, so I'd have been like, let's go hiking, let's go get coffee, let's get ice cream, let's go to the zoo, but there'd be no lesson. Keep that very clear. <laughs> oh, there are
0: always lessons. Even at Starbucks. <laughs> but, even at yeah, Starbucks. Exactly. But, uh, and, I mean, exactly. in all Exactly. In all seriousness, though, I mean, have you? Has your career then? I mean, you, I know you've done television, but yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not telling tales out of school here. You're not in that stratosphere, Sloan. You're not. No. You know, a, mm-hmm. a multi-millionaire. Oh, so oh, was, God, the, no. <laughs> was the offer made and you refused? No.
1: You know, weirdly enough, the offer <laughs> the offer has not been made to me personally. So um, I think for some reason, I get pushed only so far, and then something happens in my personal life to make me think differently or go down a different path so I've been actually very lucky to walk the middle ground is how I word it because I have done a lot of TV but I'm not famous but I'm known but I'm not known <laughs> so it's kind of schizophrenic but I, I I have turned down TV shows because they wanted to script them and they wanted to control me and i have turned them down due to licensing rights and you know who's going to have ownership over what comes out of my mouth yes i have turned them down for that however that wasn't necessarily satanic but here's an interesting thing if i was just looking at old contracts that were sent to me and if you look at it it says your some of them say your works and creations however that's worded and the contract will be ours and we will get a cut of it into perpetuity yes For forever? Yeah, I don't think I'm signing that.
0: Like, (laughs) I I
1: know I'm not signing that. Like, it's a bone of contention, you know, but I am a rebellious, freedom seeking person and they can go, you know, middle finger, go somewhere else. So I have turned it down for that reason and I actually have turned down other things when they've asked me to deliberately deceive the people on camera. So they want me to come in and do a show and they don't want me to be me. They want me to pretend to be something else or to speak in a different way and i'm not willing to do that like i'm just not willing to do it so it's either stubbornness or stupidity or whatever but i've managed to kind of walk the middle ground and maintain friendships or acquaintanceships with people on both sides without feeling pulled to do either or and i'm treated pretty well so i Meaning I'm, I'm no one's tried to like, actually come in here and kill me or run me over or anything like that. So it, it, it goes pretty well. And they can't hurt you if you don't agree. I mean, I guess they could, technically. But they really, they're not going to bother because you haven't even agreed to do it. But I see what's going on. And a lot of them know that I see. And if I'm in a public setting, I tend to just step back and observe. I don't really say and I don't really, I mean, I haven't seen anything, you know, atrocious. Okay? Because then I would... Step in and stop it. Whatever. Right. If there was abuses, they, I'm not afraid to do that at all.
0: But have you but been, ever, I haven't. Have you ever been standing beside someone at a Hollywood party? It could be an A-list actor or a director, and they just you your your psych, psychic senses were tingling. They just they just oozed like evil.
1: Oh gosh, yes. Oh my gosh, yes. There's certain people I can't stand. You, you say a polite hello, but yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh, yes people i absolutely hate like i'd use the word hate although i don't know them personally enough to actually use that word with them but yeah there's there's people i can't stand and weirdly i will tell you one person he's deceased now i'm speaking of the dead ill of the dead but i don't even mean it that way i did a game show oh my gosh it had to be in 90 early 2000s wherever and uh yeah it was a it was a game show and uh one of my best friends had me on and it's like which best friend knows the other best friend well? Like the you know, private stuff. Right you, right. you know, out of three people and then you win a prize. So anyway, she had me come on and there were three of us girls and her and her husband and Alan Thick was the host of it. Mm. And I did not like him. I came out of there, I'm like, I hate that guy. <laughs> And, and he's Canadian, so I feel I can speak about this. But
0: there was. <laughs> but, well, I mean, someone being obnoxious is one thing, but I mean, like you—you—you—you you, you, you no, look I into their he, soul. You look into their soul, yes, and it's like, whoa. That's
1: what I'm saying to you. I telling you, Alan Thick was not good. Oh. That's what I'm saying. He—he he was not rude to me. He was not rude to me or anything. I mean, he was completely professional. He was very professional. I did not like him. Like my body repelled him. I did not like him.
0: Just a bad and vibe,
1: I, I, okay. Very bad vibe, and and I didn't at the time I felt like it might have been medication or something. I mean, he did his job perfectly, there was nothing wrong with what he did, but I did not like him. Like, I went, I got in the car after I'm like, I do not like that guy, huh. I, and I didn't even know him. And it's not that I didn't like him, I thought he was attractive, I, he was Canadian, those are all things I would like. You know, he had a hit TV show, all great, but I didn't like him. But, yeah, there's been there's been people, and there's been people, um, and I will tell you this from the management side. I went to a, I was sent into a management meeting with a very prominent manager at one of the companies. And when I walked in the door and I met with him, okay, um, one of the network executives had sent me over to meet with him. When I met with him, I instinctually knew I'd gotten, gotten in over my head.
0: How do you, so how do you I, mean? How do you mean?
1: I, I felt like I was going to go open a can of worms like there were rattlesnakes in the room and that was the exact impression I got is like there was a room full of rattlesnakes and I was going to have to produce something and then they were going to like rattle around me so that I couldn't move and I remember listening to what he wanted to do to further my career and how we were going to do that and you know blah 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 and I remember just agreeing and then I never called back like I literally never showed up for the next meeting I had that kind of, and. and he could have put me in a position which would have elevated my career to some degree. I don't know how far I would have gone, per se, but it would have elevated it to a degree.
0: Just again, no, you had a really bad vibe.
1: Very bad vibe. Very, very bad vibe. Look, like I was like, I'm in a den of rattlesnakes. That's exactly what went through my... Like, when I walked in his office, I saw snakes. I saw myself in the desert with rattlesnakes around my feet with their little rattles hissing at me. Like Like, watch it, you're going to get bit. That's exactly what went through my well, head.
0: Well, you got to listen to those voices, and, and I'm sure <laughs> you know you grew up on the street in uh, in Toronto, uh, and I'm sure that inner voice saved your life on uh, on occasion. Uh, on a
1: lot of occasions, I'll yeah. Bet.
0: We're going to take a a, a timeout when we come back. I want I want to talk about your uh, your very successful YouTube channel and and uh, find out how people can <laughs> uh, um, um, find that YouTube channel. And then I also want to talk about some of the people that you've been channeling lately, including yes. Chris Cornell. And Chester Bennington and and um, uh, some others. We'll we'll do that when we come back. Sloane Bella, my guest, right here on the Conspiracy Show. Don't go away. Now, just a reminder coming up in the second hour. Rosemary Ellen Guiley. She has a brand new book out. Fate presents Planet Bigfoot, edited and compiled by Rosemary, and she'll be here uh, just after the top of the hour. Sloan Bella, uh, tell us about your YouTube channel. I mean, this thing just suddenly exploded. What's going on?
1: Yeah, I, well, to tell you the truth with it, I, I had it for a long time, putting up stuff, and never participated with it. So there was like an old Montel video or whatever up there, and I never paid any attention. And then just prior to Christmas, probably maybe November, December, uh, Prince. Diana popped into my head and I thought I think I'm going to do a channeling video on her it's I'm not a royal watcher I don't really care but she popped into my head and for like four days I was obsessed with it so I put it up and then people started watching I didn't think much of it so I put up astrology videos crystal videos you know teaching you which crystals for what and your sign and and in January I woke up one morning and I literally heard in my head you need to start talking about." The kids, the kids, kids, okay? Kids in society, what's happening to kids? And so I thought, well, I'm going to start channeling these people. And it turns out the people that I'm channeling are all connected to the kid thing. And so the only thing I can think of is the other side wants. Is is helping people along with a message that they want out there, which is about the kids. That's all I can think of.
0: Okay, so when you say the kid thing, you're talking about let's say it pedophile rings, right?
1: A pedophile rings, satanic pedophile rings, child trafficking. That these celebrity people that have been murdered actually, um, that's through the channeling. Can I prove it? No. Uh, however, a lot of people are in agreement with it, so it's not just me being a kook. Um, but yeah, it's it's happening through that. It's happening in such A broad sense, and I became obsessed, just obsessed, with finding out who is orchestrating this. So many people are connected through a thread of common commonality, connected to people and children that are missing. But what I understood from it, and it was the Madeline, is it Madeline McCann? I can never say her name right. Madeline McCann, Madeline McCann, that went missing, the little girl in Portugal. Oh yes. When when I channeled her, now I did it very differently because there's a lot of information on her and I didn't necessarily want to intrude because if I'm wrong, I'm doing damage to a family, so to speak, and that's rude. That's not right either. But as I was, I took like, a week time frame and I went running and I asked her to come through or to show me something or somebody to show me something and I kind of just gathered the information that I got over a week's time frame and what she showed me is she was actually bred so her parents made her or had her or created her not just out of sex or love or marriage or any of that but actually in order to further themselves in their quote religion, and they they basically gave their child away. Like she showed me what happened with that, and that it wasn't that uncommon. It's not that uncommon. Like very strange, but what she is, and I will tell your listeners this, which was really interesting to know because I felt. Actually sick to my stomach, stomach, which she described to me as best as I could describe it on my video. Okay, so I tried the best I could to understand it. And I can get things wrong. So psychics are not 100%. We can interpret things Im- incorrectly, etc. But what I did get, which is really interesting, is she showed me how she's crossing... Her job now, and she is deceased, is to cross other little kids over that have experienced the same fate as her. So she's basically protecting the souls on the other side till they can go where it is they're going. So they meet, she, she's actually crossing them over, like as they are in the middle of being tormented on Earth... She's helping them in a spiritual sense cross over and protecting them as they go on their journey.
0: Right, right. That's
1: what she showed me. It was really interesting, you know, because I wouldn't have thought that about her, but that's what she showed me.
0: You, you um, mentioned so, uh, several uh, singers that you had channeled yes. uh, that were all investigating uh, these pedophile rings. All ended up uh, dead, but supposedly by their own hand. And I'm talking about Chris Cornell and Chester Bennington from Lincoln, Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and Mac Miller. Uh, they all yep. died sort of very close together, all supposedly, well, one was a drug overdose, one was, I think Dose, the other right. two, the other two were suicides. But you're saying they yes. were, you, you believe they were all murdered.
1: Oh, Chester is on point with that. Um, I, of course, literally did get a call from a friend of Chris Cornell's the day, the, probably two days after he died and asked me what happened. The first word out of my mouth was pedophile, and I had no idea why I said that, okay? At first, I thought I was saying it as in he was a pedophile. Like, it horrified me that I actually said that out of my mouth. I had no idea why I said it. Long story short, I became obsessed with it, so I started to just focus on it, focus on it. Chris carries a lot of shame with him, so there are certain elements of Chris's personality that are more cloaked in shame but he literally told me, and this I put it on a video. I put it out there.
0: Just hold on. Got I'm gonna, we'll do a cliffhanger here. Oh. We're going to pick up on this. Pick <laughs> on this. Pick up on this on yeah. the other side. Cliffhanger. <laughs>
1: cliffhanger. All
0: right. Back with more in a moment. Where there's smoke, there's the conspiracy show. With Richard Serra. We're back with Sloan Bella. We were talking about you, you were channeling the late Chris Cornell, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, a friend came to you to ask what happened. Supposedly, this was a suicide, right?
1: Right. Well, that's what they said, sure. They said he, uh, you know, killed himself. Like, he, he sent his bandmates on to the next tour city. Well, he stayed back in the hotel. I believe it was Michigan or Detroit or somewhere around there, East Coast, and decided to hang himself with his exercise band in his hotel room because, you know, that's what we all do at age 53 when we've gotten over all of those demons in our life, which, by the way, is completely not true. What he showed me is that he was ambushed and tricked, and he said something really interesting to me. Now. I don't follow much of the band or what was doing or the tributes or any of that I really didn't follow it because I just don't I try really hard not to follow that but he showed me like a big picture of himself playing a guitar this is what was coming to my mind and I actually was channeling it while the video was on so that's what I was actually doing at the time and he's showing me and I wanted to use the word eulogize and he said look at who eulogizes me that's who ambushed me. So I had no idea what he was talking about, whether it was at the funeral or it was an event. And I came to the conclusion it was an an event. Well, I got like at least, I'm not kidding you, probably 65 emails from people that knew him, knew the band, mentioned who they thought it was. And you can watch the video and you'll see the description I left, but they mentioned it was a fellow band member. So it was really interesting because he kept saying they're going to speak about me like this and they're going to eulogize me, and my pictures behind them and they're crying. Then he proceeded to show me all kinds of things about the map that he found. The 15 people, there was a third band musician, there was this third musician, um, an African-American man over there, been dead a while him and i didn't even know who it was and he kept laughing at me in my head i was like i should know who this is but i really don't know who it is and he showed me chris cornell showed me they marked something on his hand he had the mark of something on his hands like like in the movies where jesus has the you know the the nails through his hands right he was showing me a mark on his hands and i couldn't see it and he stood above a map and he showed me the map princess diana showed me the map Chester Bennington stepped right up and said, if you think I killed myself, you're out of your mind if you think I killed myself. And he showed me that he didn't. He showed me that they actually stunned him, stunned him, electrically stunned him. He did not kill himself. He's so vocal. And he was directly in your face, like in your face. And Chester Bennington did not, did not, did not kill himself. He was not suicidal. He would have never done that he can't believe it, and he's angry. Chris is sad. So it's two different energies, but they both come to the same conclusion. And the last time that I was focused for one of Chester's sister's friends who called me for a reading, after the memorial, I want to say it was in Arizona, I can't remember where, but wherever it was where everybody went, she called me, and she wanted a reading, and then, you know, she's the go-between between the sister and everything. And it was interesting because... Chester is so angry that people think he killed himself. That's not who he was. Absolutely not who he was. Not at all. And he did show me some, I haven't done this video yet, but he showed me a connection to a musician in Europe. And he showed me, meaning who was responsible and connected to why he passed away. He too stood behind the man, the, dark, the dark-skinned the man, with tons of dark hair skinned children like this meaning maybe Native American, Haitian Indian from India I don't know where these kids were from but they were all dead and how they show me is they flash through my mind and they stood in rows of 15 and they stood behind the African American man if he is indeed American people were telling me who it was but I can't even remember who they said because I got somebody's like oh it's Bob Marley but it didn't look like Bob Marley <laughs> I know Bob Marley <laughs> um, did not look like him but these kids stood in rows 40 deep and they stood behind the black man, the, the African American man, with a barbecue. And I'm like, I don't understand what's going on. And then there was the map, and 15 men stood at points of the map. Chester was one, and Chris was the other, and there were other people through the map. Princess Diana showed me the map. I don't, but I don't know what was on her map. And she showed me a map having to do with the Earth's energy field and the, 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 like the Earth's um, electric magnetic field and the energy that we get from the Earth. So hers was more, ecology based maybe and then tester and Chris were literally pointing to places on a map which scared me to death when I found out about because because it looked like these dark-skinned babies and then and then look what happened in December do you remember John of God did you hear about that
0: uh, No. I mean I know of, I know who John of God uh, is uh, yes
1: J- John of God that was
0: the supposed produ- energy healer down in South America in Brazil. Brazil Brazil yeah, yeah. yes
1: Okay, he's in jail as of January 17th, and I channeled these two before it, and they kept showing me the dark-skinned kids. He has been taking in underaged runaways and breeding them. I don't know who he breeds them with, and selling the babies. Oh. These babies have no birth certificate. He's in jail for that right now. He's not been convicted, but this is what he's been accused of. There's like 600 counts, and he's been oh in jail since. Lord. But, but nonetheless, after I saw these brown, darker skin. kids children stand behind the musicians in rows of 15 40 deep suddenly John of God gets busted these kids and these kids were smiling and they were at the barbecue that's all I could tell you and I I really don't know what so these were the victims
0: these were the victims yes
1: I think that's what I was seeing only I didn't know it because I that hadn't even happened yet when I did the video right but John of God apparently hundreds and thousands of like he had hundreds of women being bred and he'd keep them for 10 years while they pushed kids out, sell the kids over, um, Europe, North America, and South America, wherever, you know, or the continents. And these babies were just sold for money. So we don't even know these babies exist. They did not go through the government register. They were not only the mothers know.
0: Oh, dear Lord. Is, so, and then, so oh, Cornell, I mean, so just let yeah, me just, uh, yeah, m- sorry, square the circle here. So, Cornell and Bennington, you're saying, because the first word that came to your mind when you heard of <laughs> Cornell was pedophile, not that he yes. was, but he was investigating no. this. And yes. so was Cornell and so was Mac Miller.
1: Yes, yes, they're all doing it. Yeah, Chester showed up with Mac Miller in my last time, <laughs> last, last, um, channeling with him he had his arm around Mac Miller which was really when I was talking to Chester's sister's friend that's when I was doing the reading for her that's what came up and I was like are you kidding me like it was just weird he was almost in a protective way like a fatherly way or like a am taking care of him kind of way now it's interesting because Mac Miller I think could have been given a hot shot of drugs I'm going to go that way with him I think they probably did give him a hot shot so I think that there was more than one reason people wanted him dead not just people who he could turn in for pedophilia but keep in mind once it, look, look at the history of music look at Jerry Lee Lewis and his cousin look at Elvis and 14-year-old Priscilla somehow it's ingrained in certain people that this is what they do and and in Hollywood and in the music industry, they believe because again, I believe it to be old, like Babylonian, Babylonian worship. Um, you know, God, everybody's their own God kind of thing. But they believe that they get power through these certain ritualistic acts. Satanic does the same thing. It's through through abuse of children, through sexual abuse of children look at little britney spears right now i'm telling you that girl is going to end up dead and they're going to say she killed herself and i'm going to tell you she didn't kill herself you heard that here she did not kill herself when it comes up because they're trying there she won't she's not falling in line now for being brain controlled
0: she's well, she had that breakdown in. she had a breakdown earlier and and, yes. and that was because she tried to get off the farm you're saying basically
1: Basically, that's right. She's turning. And Britney Spears said an article, uh, wrote in an article, spoke in an article, somebody wrote about her, that she didn't want the devil or Satan to get her children and that she was reading them the Bible every night so that she hoped she would go to God and be forgiven for what she's done. Those were her words. And I'm going to find that article. So she was afraid that her children were going to be hurt because of her choices. That's actually what she was saying. So she was reading, and then suddenly she's... Look at... She's whisked off to a mental hospital. Look at Amanda Baines. Look at that. Same thing. I mean, same thing. These kids are brutalized in their homes growing up because that is part of the ritual. You brutalize. That's what you do to gain your power, and then you control them.
0: That's and a it's very it, dark place. Uh, it's slow. very dark. You need I to know. be very, very, very careful. How do people get a hold of you
1: oh my gosh you can go to sloanbella.com or you can go to sloan Bella on the youtube channel my website sloanbella.com and thank you for asking
0: okay sloan thank you so much we'll talk again soon
1: thanks richard thank you
0: rosemary ellen guiley and planet bigfoot when the conspiracy show continues